Paraktas Mishnahay. Niftu Zikni Yushalayim Vahalchulahan, continuing the theme of the Egla Arufa, the Zikni Yushalayim, the elders of Yushalayim, Niftu Vahalchulahan, meaning the Chavri Beisdin, the members of the Beisdin Hagadal, they were known as the Zikni Yushalayim, the elders of Yushalayim, after they measured the corpse and they were Koveya, they set which city is closest to this corpse. The cover is a halal, the Kama and the Rambam adds, and the corpse was buried in its place at a proper burial. Nifidubi Beisdin shall also hear, they separate themselves from this, that city that they set as the closest city to the corpse. They separate themselves from that city. The Chazalim come, they go back to their, you know, their hometown in Yerushalayim. And then Achagach afterwards, Zikni Osayir, the elders, Hainu Beisdin, the Beisdin of the ear which is closest to this corpse, they go ahead, Mavir, and they bring Eglas Bakar, the Pasuk says, a calf, a young calf, Asher Lo Ubar Ba, that did not do any work, Asher Lo Mashka Ba'ol, that was not pulled by the yoke. There's a quote from the, from the Pasuk. The calf has to be two years or younger, and it cannot, it cannot have done any kind of work, like plowing or something similar to that. The Aflo Mashka Ba'ol cannot have been pulled by a yoke. Even if it's not for avoda, for service, for work, there's no not, not have a yoke on it at all. And not only that, uh, well, I'm sorry. But however, so it's got to be young. It's got to be two years or less. It cannot have done any work. However, if it has a blemish, if it has a mum, it does not invalidate it because we know by a paraduma by the red heifer. If there's a mum, there's the smallest blemish, it invalidates the paraduma because the pasuk says asher ain't ba mum by paraduma. But the Egla Rufa, if there's a mum, it's not a problem. So as long as it didn't do any work, then it's kosher. If there's a mum, it will not invalidate it. They bring it down to Nachal Eisan. This is based on the Pasuk, The elders of that city will bring the calf down to Nachal Eisan. So what is Nachal Eisan? The Eisan Kimash Ma'o. Eisan is exactly as it sounds. The word means kasha, hard. So some explain it's a stream, Nachal's a stream, Hashotif Pechazaka, the Rambam says that it flows very strongly. Others explain that Enak Avonal Nachal Mab, it's not referring to a stream, rather it's referring to a valley, an Amek, where the earth is very, very hard, hard like a rock, that's Rashi's opinion. However, Mashinim Rebbe Torah Eitzin, that which says Eitzin in the Torah, Einza Bala'akiv, again, this is not Ma'akiv, Meaning, even if the valley that you go to is not a, is not hard, right? The mitzvah is to do it where you're in a valley where it's a hard. The earth is very tough and rough. That's a special mitzvah. But if it's not asan, if the earth is soft, it's also kosher to bring the calf over there. It's fine. Then the basin of that city, which is closer to this corpse, it's Arfim Esahag Esahagla, meaning they take a knife and they cut off its head from the back, meaning mull up from the back of its neck. And that place is going to be forbidden now from planting and from working. The place we did the Arifa on the Egla is La'olam. Forever it's forbidden to plant or any kind of work that you do on the Gufa, the, on the actual ground, like Khafira digging, Harisha and plowing is all forbidden. Umutu, Lissuk, Shampishtan, however you could uh, comb flax over the earth. Mutulav, Shambasvikas, Sibe, Pishtan, you could comb the flax. and you could chisel out stones over the earth because the prohibition is not to work the actual earth. 
but combing flax or chiseling out stone would be okay. Mishnevav, Zikni Osa Ir, the elders of that city, the basin of that city, Rochsen Esyadehen, they then washed their hands, the mime and water, the Mokum Arifasa Shal Egla, in the place where they did the Arifa on the calf, on the Egla, the place where they cut off its head. Ra'omim, and they say the following declaration, and of course this was said in Lashna Kodesh. Our hands did not spill the blood of this man. Nor did our eyes see him. So says the Mishnah. Did it cross our minds that the Beisdin went ahead and they killed this man? Did they have to declare that it wasn't their fault? Of course not. Ella, what's the intention here? What's the Kavana? This man never came into our hands. And we let him go without food. And we didn't see him. Let him go without being escorted. Meaning it wasn't our fault. Had we seen him, we would have given him food. And had we seen him, we would have escorted him out. The fact that he's dead over here must be that we didn't see him and we're clean. And we had no reason to cause this man's death. And then after that, the Kohanim will then recite. Kapra la'amach Yisrael, let it atone for you, call Yisrael, asher pedisa Hashem, that Hashem redeems you. Faltitin dem naki b'kavamach Yisrael, and that clean blood was not placed uh, in your midst, and now you're clean. And lo ha yutrich loimra, in the end of the Pasuk it says, vini kapra lahem adam, the blood atones for you. So the Kohanim actually didn't say that, those three words, rather that's just the Torah speaking. That once, el ruach ha-kodesh mevas rasa, the ruach ha-kodesh, the Torah is notifying them. When you make this process and you go through the whole entire process of the Egla Rufa with the measuring and the cutting off of the calf's head and using the right calf, using the right, you know, Nacha, the right uh, valley, um, and then, you know, washing your hands and doing everything that you got to do after it's all done, Hadam, Hadam, the blood will atone for you and you'll be clean from any sin. And with that, we'll hold over here for Mishnah